in regards to the looting in Ferguson, Missouri, or the looting in any circumstance like this, and the, the politics of it, uh, you remember Occupy Wall Street. Occupy Wall Street was a contrived, made-up, artificially created protest group to counter the Tea Party. The Tea Party came into existence, as far as anybody knows, in 2010. The Tea Party's average Americans fed up with, with, with fear and anger over what they saw happening to their country. The Tea Party originally was animated by the rapidly accruing debt and the oncoming Obamacare. The Tea Party was made up of people who were afraid of their kids' and grandkids' future, that the country was going to go into such debt and that federal spending was going to consume so much that their tax rates would be so high that they would never have a chance to have a better life than their parents had had, which has always been part of the American dream. So the Tea Party was just a group of citizens. There was never any leader. There was never any particular candidate. It was people that had never been formally involved in politics before, showing up at town hall meetings. And because there was no leader and because there was, there was no Washington tie, the official Washington establishment became petrified and paranoid, scared to death of the Tea Party. The left, which is totally consumed with PR and image and buzz, because they have to avoid the substance of what their beliefs are. They cannot dare be honest about what they really believe. So they rely on substance and image uh, lies about their beliefs and their philosophies. Occupy Wall Street was an artificially created, made to look like another grassroots movement that had sprung up to defend Obama and Obamacare and the spending. And Art, Occupy Wall Street was specifically created by wealthy Democrats behind the scenes, make it look like it was genuine and spontaneous, as an answer to the Tea Party. Now, one of the animating features of Occupy Wall Street, and it's still around, by the way. It's dormant, but it is. there's still people in it, still living in shanty towns and so forth, but it's... Uh, you know, Occupy Wall Street's where Elizabeth Warren came from, essentially. Elizabeth Warren with the, you didn't build that. You, you don't own that. You, you didn't make that happen. You factory owner, you business owner, you didn't make that happen. Why, if we hadn't all banded together to build the roads and put in your sewage system for you, you could have never become rich. So you didn't do it yourself. You didn't do it on your own. You didn't build that. And Obama picked it up. Well, that became the rallying cry of Occupy Wall Street. And if there was a seminal or a, a central foundational belief in Occupy Wall Street is that work is not how you got things. Because even that deck was stacked. Occupy Wall Street was originally aimed at the 1% on Wall Street. Rich bankers, investment bankers, investment people on Wall Street, all these various financial houses. And the Occupy Wall Street people 
basically attempted to convey that things, the stuff that you get in life does not come from work. That that's a fool's errand. That people who buy into the notion that you have to work to get your stuff are, are, are victims of a big con game. The 1% never worked. They have all the money and they share it only with themselves. And it's all a giant trick to get everybody toiling away for meager wages to benefit the already rich 1%. It was built on resentment of capitalism, anger at the unfairness of the distribution of resources and all of that crap. And therefore, any act of civil disobedience was justified because they were fighting injustice and unfairness an unequal distribution of resources in a rigged game. This was made to buttress Obama. And this is, I guess, I say where, where Elizabeth Warren sprang up. Because the, you didn't build that, you didn't make that, directly traceable to the same kind of convoluted, perverted thinking in Occupy Wall Street. Well, I think using the snurdly doctrine when it comes to explaining looters, I think looters have much the same kind of thought process. That stuff, things, houses, cars, what have you, that you, the work is not going to give you those things because it's stacked deck. If you engage in work, you're just working for the man. You're working for the 1%. You're toiling away to make him richer, but you ain't getting any of it. You aren't seeing any of it. And indeed, social justice pretty much teaches this exact thing. And therefore, social justice tells people who don't have things that they are entitled to take whatever the hell they want when they can and when they want it because they are entitled to it because it's being purposely denied them. So when an opportunity springs up, such as the unfortunate shooting in St. Louis, or when your sports team wins, whatever it is, you make a beeline because it's all about justice. It's all about getting even. It's all about finally being able to grab some of what people are not letting you have. This is the beliefs. This is, and by the way, this is not just Occupy Wall Street. This is pretty much the left in general. And, and the reason for their anti-capitalist stance it's rigged, it's unfair, and all this labor, i.e. their jobs, doesn't get them anything. Doesn't get them health care. It doesn't get them a TV set. Doesn't get them whatever. It gets all that for the boss. The boss and the owner. That's the guy who gets rich. And he's out playing golf every day or having three martini lunches or what. He's not working. And he didn't build his business on his own either. That's the latest scam to be revealed. No, 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 he didn't build that. The same duped laborers 
who toil away for embarrassingly low wages made the business owner's business. They built it. They made it possible. And then, yeah, and some of these Occupy people actually believe, what do you mean go to college? I go to college, I go into debt, and my first job is at McDonald's? What a rigged game. You mean I'm not going to get 80 grand out of college? You mean I'm not going to be living in Shaker Heights right out of college? I'm not going to be living in Pacific Heights right out of college? I can't move to the Upper East Side right out of college? I'm not going to have a house in the Hamptons right out of college? Well, what a rigged game. And so it's this entitlement to stuff that is purposely being denied. And there, right there is the soft bigotry of low expectations and how successful it has been. They look around and they see all the evidence that they're wrong. There are success stories all over this country. People started with nothing and have however they define success. It's all around them. But yet, they don't want to get rid of that victim status. It's just too comforting. And it explains their failure as being somebody else's fault, not their own. That's the politics of all this.